reproduction of this content is not allowed without the express written consent of EBH Fitness LLC. All right, everyone, welcome to another episode of the Borderlands Sports Report. We're going to do something a little different here. Um, we're going to actually start doing two shows a week, uh, a Thursday and a Saturday show. Um, we're going to do a pregame show, and then we're going to postgame all the matchups after that. And so I am joined here today by my new co-host, Kenny Davis. Kenny, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us. Hey, Stephen, I'm glad to be here, part of Borderland Sports Report, and looking forward to talking about some amazing football to, uh, this year. Um, we've got some exciting matchups going uh, from week one all the way to week 10, and then, of course, uh, Texas football state playoffs are amazing. Definitely. And so, you want to jump into matchups, or do you want to go to our top 10? Which one do you want to do first? Um, let's, let's hit the top 10. Uh, we've got some really good, uh, talented people here in the Borderland, and I think uh, a lot of folks out there deserve to uh, hear about some of these young men. Now, I'm gonna, we're going to caveat this with this explanation here. When you start talking about 10 players, players are going to get left off the list. It's just the nature of the beast. There's a lot of really good, talented players that are worthy to be in the conversation for sure, and they'll get talked about a ton on this show throughout the course of the season. Plus, they came out on our BRSR list to start the season anyway. But we're going to look at those, we're gonna, we want to identify those top 10 players that we think really should be looked at and have an eye on this upcoming season. No particular order, but we are going to go in order, but there's no particular order as far as the ranking-wise, but these are our top 10 players here in the borderline. So we start with the dog from Franklin. Oh, my goodness. Wow, Shea Smith. Shea Smith is, uh, I mean, he is a coach's uh, dream. I mean, just a dynamic athlete, uh, smart. Uh, he's a leader on the field, uh, does it all for the Franklin Cougars. And uh, he's certainly, um, yeah, obviously being recruited by a number of different schools, but um, he certainly is going to be uh, the captain of the ship over there with the Franklin Cougars. Definitely. I mean, I've been watching this young man since he was a freshman, and he has not, even from the day when he stepped in as a freshman and had to start as a quarterback, and then for him to take a back seat the next year and not play quarterback and focus solely on defense, I mean, spoke volumes about that young man's character. Really spoke volumes about him, knowing that he had a lot to contribute to the football team. Uh, talks about, it just shows you he's a real team player. Definitely. And, um, uh, as this season progresses, you're going to see quite a bit of some amazing things out of Shea Smith. Definitely. Now, next up, another quarterback, another stud here in the borderland, Gael Ochoa from Pebble Hills. Yeah, dynamic, uh, dynamic football player. Um, 
again, one of those kids, it's interesting when you think about some of these. We've seen these kids since yeah. they Fresh. were young, freshmen, even some youth football. I mean, some kids just have that it. And Gael Choa certainly is one of those young men who has that it. Uh, plays really hard, dynamic football player. Uh, again, unselfish role, will run it, throw it, do what you need him to do. He's got the size on him to be able to take the hits when necessary and uh, can take it the distance if, uh, you know, he gets the right uh, circumstance. Definitely, and uh, he shot, he grew up like a weed, man. Oh, yeah. He grew like a weed. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, it's funny you hear, um, you know, a lot of people talk about the size that he's grown in the last uh, year and a half. Uh, uh, you know, you hear comments from folks, man, looks like a linebacker, a strong safety in college. Uh, but he's got a body uh, to be able to take the pounding that a, a throwing slash running quarterback is going to be able to do. And so uh, he's going to bring a lot to the table for Pebble Hills. And uh, um, I tell you what, their success, a lot of it's going to be built on him. Definitely. Now the third one, this one hits close to home. All right. Going to smile, Dad, going to smile. We got the stud wide receiver and DB from Bel Air, Chris Davis. I'm going to start with this one because, like, just like the other two before him, we called these young men when they were freshmen. Right. Coming out of eighth grade when they were freshmen that they were going to be the next stars in the borderland. And without fail, he has not, he has not disappointed. Um, both sides of the ball, he's been dynamic on offense. I mean, I could just only imagine what he's going to do when he gets more touches. It's going to be scary. Yeah, well, certainly um, uh, the type of football player he is, um, he will hit you on defense uh, and he will go get the ball on offense. Um, uh, he's the kind of player that uh, what most people don't know about him, uh, Chris is pretty quiet. And he's yeah. a quiet guy, um, but he's got a fire that burns on the inside. And um, watching him play over the last several years and grow and develop, uh, one thing you can say about him throughout his football career, uh, he's never been afraid of anybody. He will play against anybody, get after anybody, and uh, you've seen that throughout uh, his high school career. And we're excited to see what he does uh, this fall. Uh, you know, for the Highlanders, he, he certainly is going to be called upon to do many things for the football team. And as just like with last year, he was called on to do a lot. And so uh, he'll do his part for the football team and. Uh, and knowing what the team, a senior heavy football team, uh, this is really the time. I mean, you knew it four years ago as they came out of middle school, good squad, good group, and uh, he's one of the leaders in that group, one of the captains of the team this year, and so uh, he'll be expected to do his part. He must get that from his mama. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Next up, super sophomore Davion Singleton out of Chapin. This young man is amazing. Um, the athleticism runs in the family. Uh, his sister was an amazing athlete um, when she was over at uh, Andrews, basketball player, track, just everything. Well, Davion's the same way. Again, a young man, we watched watch this playing for the Vipers when he was really young and really yeah. small youth football here in the Northeast and then with BBB and then uh, into high school. He's been dynamic his first year. Uh, they're going to call him to do a lot, um, just like last year. Um, the ball's in his hands. You always want the ball in the best player's hands. And so he is definitely that guy, and he's going to be called on to lead the uh, Chapin Huskies. And very unselfish, um, taking a role of moving the quarterback, which is definitely not a natural position for him. But, I mean, he still flourished. Still right. flourished. Flourished, did, uh, did some amazing things, had some amazing stats. Uh, we certainly are looking forward to – 
watching him continue to grow and develop. Um, he's got a couple college offers already, and um, those are just going to continue to grow as he continues to develop and uh, does his part for the Huskies. Definitely. Next on the list, another super sophomore, Ryan Estrada from El Dorado. Young man definitely just came out of nowhere, in my opinion, last year and just went roughhouse on everyone. And it'll be interesting to see if he can replicate that this year. Um, but he definitely, he definitely did his thing last year for sure. Uh, certainly. Uh, Ray Ray, again, uh, been here a while in El Paso. Uh, can remember watching him grow up uh, again from the youth leagues, and he was a special young man then, uh, one of those uh, um, highlighted players in uh, uh, Under the Radar YouTube series that uh, made its trek through El Paso. And, uh, I mean, thousands of people saw uh, the talent that was in this young man. It was just a matter of time. And once he burst on the scene at high school, uh, what, better, but what better way to do it than have your brother at quarterback? Yeah. And uh, they were a dynamic duo for El Dorado. And, um, and as his brother moves on to college now, and uh, Ray Ray is going to be there to carry the torch over at El Dorado, yeah. and he's going to be called on to, to carry the load, certainly, for, um, for the Aztecs this year. Definitely. Another one of those studs with a, a – Family lineage, I mean, if you look at his uh, Diego Oaxaca, the senior wide receiver out of Montwood, I mean, it's like, it seems like they, they, how many of them are there? <laughs> it's like there's been, what, like four or five of them, it seems right. like. They've been there for at least the six, last six, seven years. Yeah, it seems like with, um, with Montwood. Yeah. Um, Diego is a diamond player. I had an opportunity to uh, see a few of his games last year, just as the way the schedule worked out. You know, in SISD, they play on Thursdays, so... Um, you know, we had a couple chances to get to see a few uh, him play, and man, this kid is dynamic. He's got amazing hands. Uh, he's very smart. He's a very smart Definitely. football player and knows how to get open, uh, knows how to extend the routes when he needs to uh, if the quarterback's in trouble. And so, uh, I mean, fast, intelligent, smart, dynamic football player. And uh, again, he's going to be one of those, along with Isaiah Claudio, that's going to be called on. Uh, to really, uh, you know, do it for the Rams this year. They got a new head coach over there, uh, Coach Ron Hill, and so uh, they're really going to be called to uh, to carry it uh, for the Montwood Rams. You know, everybody makes a big deal about the 6A and 5A schools here, but this next young man coming out of Mount Mountain View, I mean, Hansel Hernandez, that wide receiver, free safety. I mean, just small town, you know what, small town football, um, you know, or smaller town football, sometimes it gets a bad rap because they like to talk about, yeah. the, you know, the competition and all of these things. Well, at the end of the day, football is football. And uh, if a kid, uh, you know, if he'll bite, he's going to bite. He can play, he can play. And so, um, you know, I think of now, okay, y'all, I'm not comparing him to Deuce Vaughn with the Cowboys, but the point is this. You don't have to be – the you know in the greatest of schools, Deuce Vaughn was at Kansas State, great school, nothing, yeah. nothing wrong with that. But um, but uh, kind of an undersized market, and here this guy is, um, you know, cutting his teeth to try to get a spot in the NFL. And so uh, this young man here has really worked hard for uh, for Mountain View, and uh, and I tell you what, uh, watch him, watch him. Next one, bro. I'm, I'm about to kill this young man's name. I'm gonna need some help with this one. Evan, Evan Mahatas, the senior quarterback, running back from Eastwood. Another one of those players that just 
came out, I won't say came out of nowhere, but he, he really, really showed up last year for that Eastwood team. One thing I love about Evan, uh, known him for a long time again, uh, um, you know, from youth ball and then middle school. And, of course, um, while, you know, our boys went to different high schools, Evan and Chris played on the same seventh grade team in Eastwood. Yeah. And they had, a, uh, they had a dynamic run down there. And uh, Evan is a strong, intelligent football player who's got great speed. Uh, he will drop his shoulder, and if he needs to, to run you over to get the extra yard. Um, he's got a college offer already. Um, you know, this young man will be uh, doing some amazing things this year. Exciting to watch. I mean, exciting to watch. And so I know his dad, Bobby, is really proud, and uh, we look forward to seeing Evan do his thing this year over in that district. Definitely. And then next on the list, um, another one of those billers, the Zach Martinez. I couldn't lead this young man off the, off the list. He, he, did his, he did his thing last year. Uh, no doubt, and um, I mean Zach is uh, saw him again, young, uh, coming you know out of the middle school ranks. But he was a tough old school runner. Um, you know he uh, he's going to get you three, four, five yards and wear you down. He's one that uh, it's kind of old school back that as you get to more carries, you start uh, mousing the yards. You look up what he's got one fifty, what he's got one seventy five on thirty carries or something like that. So he's that kind of Excuse me, he's that kind of young man who is kind of a bell cow, cutback, throwback type of uh, running back. Um, you know, I look for him this year. Um, he's going to uh, start off the year. He's going to be patient, uh, and you'll see his numbers grow as the year goes along and he starts wearing down the teams. You're going to see those numbers grow, grow. You look up, wow, the kid's got 1,600 yards at the end of the year. No doubt he'll do something like that. Amazing young man, amazing young student. Definitely. And then to close off our offensive top ten, we got everybody always, always wants to talk about the position players, the skilled players. They leave out the ones that actually make it happen, the O-line. So we got, in our opinion, the best offensive lineman here in the city, Craig Widra, the senior offensive lineman out of Andrus. Craig Widra is a dynamic athlete. Um, had an opportunity to see him um, uh, not just play, uh, I've seen him on the track as well, throwing shot and disc. Uh, I've seen him in his training regiments. Uh, he trains over there with, uh, you know, the the trainer of all trainers out here. That's, uh, you know, Super Phenom and Chris Wells. He's got a number of athletes all over this city. Uh, many on the list train with him. But uh, Craig Weidre is a dynamic athlete. He's strong. He's uh, He's got great feet. He's got great vision. Uh, when he snaps a ball on offense, he's able to take that step. Uh, um, while being able to handle, uh, you know, a zero technique sit in front of him, or if he has to step to the left or right to get a one technique, he can do that. Uh, if he needs to run, he can run. Uh, Good-looking kid, good-looking young man. When he gets to college, somebody is getting a steal. I mean, 6'3", 295 pounds. Probably by the end of the season, he'll be over 300, but uh, just a dynamic football player. Definitely. So, folks, that's our top 10 offensive players. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back, and we'll give you our top 10 defensive players right after this. Joe Burrow. I, I love me some Joe Burrow. Humble cat. I heard him say Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback. Now, can you imagine Joe Burrow with all his accolades talking about and conceding being 
maybe second fiddle. He didn't say who's second. He just said conceding to Patrick Mahomes. So, all right, folks, we're back here, and now we're going to go over our top 10 defensive players, and we start the list off starting with America's High School, the sack leader from last year, Timothy Galloway, the senior defensive end. Definitely a stud there. I mean, an absolute stud. Uh, he's long. He's athletic. He knows how to turn the corner coming off the edge. Uh, I got to see this young man at a couple of uh, uh, college camps this summer, and he is, as advertised, uh, I mean, really long wingspan, long arms, knows how to negotiate coming off the edge. Uh, he is going to be a problem all season long for everybody he plays. Uh, I, I'd be... Be Larry trying to just, you know, handle him with just the tackle. You're probably going to have to have a, a running back chipping him on a regular basis to keep him out of the backfield and keep him yeah. off, the, uh, you know, off your quarterback. Next up, Juan Gomez, a senior out of Parkland High School. Yeah, um, Gomez and uh, Parkland last year, their defense was dominant. I yeah. mean, they really were dominant. Um, we saw that last year firsthand. Um, and so this young man is – He's going to be counted on to be an anchor on that defense this year, um, uh, only because they lost a lot of people off that defense. They did. And so they did. They are really going to be looking for some leaders out there to lead that uh, uh, the Matadors this year. And I think that uh, this young man is going to have. Uh, he's going to do his part. He's going to get his tackles. Uh, he's going to get his plays. Uh, and so uh, he's certainly going to be one of those that's going to have to help the Matadors uh, this fall. Next up, we got David Martinez, a senior linebacker out of El Dorado. Uh, for, El, uh, for Martinez and El Dorado, uh, for them, again, they lost uh, quite a few, yeah. uh, you know, studs, if you will. And then there's the next stud that pops up, and he's going to be it. And so we expect that uh, he's going to do his part in being the anchor of that defense and be able to uh, uh, stop the run for sure. A lot of teams in 6A are running the ball, so – He's going to amass a zillion tackles, uh, you know, working real hard and uh, stopping the run. Definitely. Next up, Cameron Harrelson, the senior DB out of Montwood. Another Montwood player on the list. Yeah, I tell you what, Cameron, again, a young man I've known for a long time, watching him come up out of youth leagues and middle school into high school. And uh, Cameron has really just uh, excelled. He's really tall. He's really athletic. He's rangy uh, for a DB. It's no wonder why. Uh, he was early on getting offered by um, Texas State, if you will, and um, uh, track athlete. He's an unsung hero on the track. Uh, the young man can run, and he's long, and he can jump too. So uh, those are skills that are definitely needed uh, at the DB position, and he certainly will be a guy that uh, he's going to be a problem for people to deal with. And so uh, they're going to have to figure out ways to play away from him. Man, you know, you would think after all this time I'd learned this young man's last name. I, I still get you're gonna have to help me with this one. Dorian Jaramillo. Jaramillo, yeah. the senior linebacker out of Pebble Hills. I, he's a stud for sure. <laughs> I will get your name right this year, young man. I promise you. But there we go. Dorian's an amazing football player. Uh, smart, athletic, strong. Uh, again, old school. Uh, he will hit you and put you on the ground. And so you better have your chin strap strapped on tight. Because he's coming to get you, and he is going to put you on the ground. And so he's going to be definitely a leader for, uh, for Pebble Hills on the defense side of the ball. Uh, and he's expecting to be a star over there. I mean, he's going to do his part. Yep. Next up, Jacob Balderrama, senior linebacker from Bel Air. Another one of those players who I think has really stepped up into that role 
and really showed up and showed out. Sure. Um, I know some watching the show, wow, they got to be like, yeah. Uh, Jacob Balderrama, uh, he's a 5'11", about 210-pound inside linebacker. Um, and he's 210 about May, so he's probably close to 220 now. But uh, Jacob is also out of that old school, uh, old school mold, man. When he gets his read, he is going to stick his face dead in the spot he's supposed to. And he's going to try and take your head off. Um, he also has good speed uh, when he's called to blitz and things like that. His side-to-side mobility uh, is, uh, continues to improve. His hips continue to improve. Um, for somebody like Jacob, uh, had well over you know, 120-plus tackles Definitely. last year. Uh, I mean, he would just eat up tackles. And so and that's what you look for a middle linebacker to do. They got to be able to play side to side and be able to stuff holes and stick their face in and get dirty, and that's definitely uh, Jacob Balderrama. And, and, I, and I think that's one of the things you brought up a very valid point there. And I think people need to understand it's about production. Right. Production does matter. Next up, Manny Fuller, the senior DB running back out of Del Valle. Now, Manny, wow, we could have put Manny top ten, top three, top whatever. Manny Fuller is a star. A star, a star, a star. Um, he's going to be, I think, uh, if he continues on the same trajectory, uh, he's L.J. Martin faster. All right? uh, L.J. Martin could run, but this fellow's faster than L.J. Martin. And uh, Texas Tech saw him uh, run full forward at their camp. Uh, dynamic uh, young man. Again, a young man that I've known since he was eight, nine years old uh, growing up. And so... Uh, it's great seeing Manny develop. He prays for, uh, obviously, Del Valle, the Conquistadors, and he's going to be counted on a lot on both sides of the ball. And so um, you can kind of just put a star by him and say running back, DB, uh, BSR, top everything. I mean, this kid is going to be that dynamic kid. You kind of already see his, he, he's going to be the star of his class for sure. Next up, Deuce Estrada, senior out of Eastlake. Eastlake, now their football team and Deuce Estrada, boy, they are going to, they lost Hinojosas, and they're going to be called on looking for that guy to uh, be the one who's going to step up and make the plays for them. And of all the people we've looked at, he's going to be the guy that we would expect to go out there and uh, and really you'll hear his name a lot on Friday night, yeah. uh, making tackles, doing his part, doing everything he's called on to do. Definitely. Now, you got uh, David Alvarado, the senior DB out of Canyon Teal. Many people are going to be like, who was that or what? He only led the city in interceptions with seven. Seven. Okay. You can't uh, – certain things you can't teach. Okay. A ball hawk is a ball hawk, and this young man is a ball hawk. And uh, when people look at defensive players, they look for people uh, up front. They're looking for – Nasty guys up front uh, and the middle linebacker, they want the guy to just stick his face in there. The DBs, they're looking for ball hawks, and he's definitely the ball hawk of all the ball hawks in the city. And so, uh, you know, uh, I wonder, you know, when you get that many interceptions, it's like people keep they, – they look at the film, they see it, they study it, Nah, we're going to throw it at him anyway, and he still picks the ball off. And so who knows if people learn that lesson this year. It's a dynamic young man. Definitely. Next up, Anthony Miranda, senior DB out of Americas. Man, LT, LT, again, young man. I'm glad they asked me to come through this part of the show because uh, most of these kids I've known not just in high school. I've known them all the way back to the Little League, okay? And so it's funny. When you look at LT Miranda, he has really uh, blossomed into an amazing football player. 
Uh, he's speedy. He's athletic. Uh, he will hit you on offense. He'll go get the ball. On defense, he will put you on the ground. And you can take your chance if you want to, throwing it at him. He's going to go make a play on the ball. He's going to be a leader on America's defense. And they're going to surprise some folks this year on that side of the ball for sure. Definitely. So, folks, that's our top 10 on the defense. So, reality, that's our top 20, I guess you could say. Yeah. And so, I get it. There's a lot of players out there. Some of you probably mad at us right now. Understood, because there's some players that should be on the list that, oh, sure. I mean, you can't put them all on there. You can't put them all on there. Uh, you know, the Isaiah Claudio's at Montwood, who's going to be Definitely. amazing. Uh, running back for sure for them is going to – uh, Jacob Morales, uh, Morales over at Franklin, the running back who's going to be amazing. Mark Moore. Mark Moore is going to do amazing things. He'll put up 15. Uh, look, I'm going to call it right now. Mark, 2,500 passing, 1,000 rushing. How about that one? <laughs> so, uh, no, I'm going to call it like today. He's going to do some, uh, some top-notch stuff. And so uh, it's guys like that that – uh, that are going to be, you're going to hear those names every single week on the news. And so look for those guys. Definitely. And so we just, guys, keep working hard. Um, we're going to do this every week. We'll go through. Uh, we may not do the top 10 every week, but we'll definitely, it'll definitely get updated throughout the season based off of production. This is all preseason going into the season. So just take that in mind. Take it with a grain of salt. Take it for what it's worth. Use it as bullet, bulletin board a banner if you want to, but that's where that's who we think people should be looking at right now before the season starts. That's our top ten. We'll be back right after this. Everybody. Welcome to season two of Breaking the Music. My name is DJ Lady Dubois. I will be your host for this season. I hope you guys will join us because on this show we will have artists, musicians, DJs, bands on this platform that will be able to perform for you guys. If you're looking for something that's going to take your interest, if you want to know about the music industry, come on, tune on in. Come on down here for a live studio audience. We have everything. We'll see you soon. All right, everyone, welcome back. We're going to go into the games coming up this week, and we're going to, we're going to do our, our – this is going to be our pick em section. We're going to go through each game, pick a winner, and keep it moving, go through real quick-like, and uh, we'll see how we do on Saturday when we go yeah. we'll get back to it, right? <laughs> exactly. But again, this is only our opinion. Just an opinion. Just an opinion. <laughs> so first up, El Paso High, Gaston High School. Played at El Paso High School, 6.30 on Thursday. I'm taking Gaston. Um, that's nice. I'm taking El Paso High. I think they had a, a season last year where they were improving, and Coach Aguilar is getting that team rolling, so I'm going to go with the Tigers. Horizon High School, Jefferson High School at Jefferson, 630. Woo! <laughs> okay, I'm going to go first on this one. I'm going to go first on this one. All right. Hey, the Scorpions last year, um, yeah, they took some growing pains, but – uh, word I'm hearing on the street uh, is that uh, they've really been working really hard this uh, this summer and in the off season. And I think Coach Smith, Dewan, he's. Uh, I think this is where he gets his first dub this year. I'm going with Jefferson, man. 
Uh, they've been. I've I've been really impressed at the work that's been going on over there and what they've been putting in. I think this is the time. I think they start off hot this year. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take Jefferson. Canyon Teal, Pebble Hills, 7 p.m. at the sack. Look, I'm taking Pebble Hills, bro. Yeah, I gotta. I, look, <laughs> I gotta put you on the Pebble Hills. I mean. Unfortunately, Kenny Teal had an injury that's going to uh, impact that football team. I think it will, my opinion. Yeah. Uh, and so I just think uh, it's going to be a strong battle early on, and then it's going to be the strength of Pebble Hills that's going to take over. Man, I think Pebble Hills just got too many dogs. They got too much. Yeah, they got a lot of horses out there uh, yeah, that, that are going to run. For that's sure. not a knock on Kenny Teal because they, no, they definitely bought back some stuff, but right. I, I don't think they got enough for this one. I think they're going to get outgunned on that yeah. one. Um, Clint. And Hirsch, Hirsch, um, in Hirsch, 6 p.m. Wichita Falls, Hershey, and Clint. Uh, Wichita Falls, Hershey has been a perennial playoff team yep. in the state of Texas. Uh, and so uh, that is going to be a tough road grain for Clint. I'm yep. going to go with Wichita Falls. I'm going to follow suit with you on that <laughs> one, sir. I definitely am. Now, here's, here's, here's going to be a tough one right here. Americas and Las Cruces, 7 p.m. in Las Cruces. Now, Las Cruces is a rebuilding football team, and so um, I know America's has got a, you know, a new staff and all of that, but um, a lot of good players over there. Uh, I'm still going with the Trailblazers on this one. Oh, man, I tell you, I think America's has enough talent to pull it off. Yeah. I'm, I'm, this, this, one right, this one right here for me is kind of a toss-up. Okay. But uh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with America's. I'm going to go with America's on this one, but it's a, a toss-up for me. East Lake and Andrus, 7 p.m. at Andrus. Um, this one is going to be tough. Um, Andrus is young, yep. and they're going to develop. Uh, I think East Lake gets this done. Uh, Luke is a dynamic quarterback over there. Uh, he can do it with his arm and his legs. And um, while uh, Andrus is going to be very competitive in the game, I think that uh, I think ultimately East Lake ends up pulling away in the game. I, I, would, I would agree with you on that one. I, I think Eastlake will will have too much at the end to pull that one away. Next up, Mountain View, Alpine, at Alpine. Um, I'm taking Alpine. Yep. Um, I, I've, again, I've seen some film uh, last year on that football team, and uh, they're tough. They're tough, no small-town uh, small football. And so uh, Ma Mountain View, we love you all to death. Yeah. Um, that's a tough road game right there. Fort Stockton, Austin, at Austin High School. Woo! Can I go first? Yes, sir. Fort Stockton has been in the playoffs a, a lot. And so, uh, Austin, wow. <laughs> right off the bat, Fort Stockton. That's a tough one. Um, it's going to be a close game. Uh, I, I don't like picking against El Paso schools. In this case, uh, Fort Stockton. Uh, has been in the playoffs a lot over the last four or five years. And so, and I'm not talking just one round. They go two, three rounds deep. So, uh, I like Ford Stockton in a close football game. But uh, it's going to be, yeah, Ford Stockton in a close football game. Uh, I'm taking Ford Stockton. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I hate to say it, Austin. Yeah. This is a tough game. It's going to be a tough game, but I think in the end, Ford Stockton will pull it off. Next up, San Elizario, Anthony, 7 p.m. at Anthony. Sanelli. Sanelli. I agree. <laughs> let's, let's keep it rolling. Bel Air, Irving, at Irving, 7 p.m. I'm going to let you speak on this because I'm going to keep my mouth shut on this. <laughs> you know, I like the coach at Irving a lot. But 
I'm taking Bel Air. I'm sorry. I'm taking enough, Bel Air. Enough said. <laughs> Riverside High School and Isleta, 7 p.m. I think it's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be a good game. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good game. Uh, Riverside's replacing two studs on, on their football team. They and definitely so, are. Um, uh, one of them is Division One college athlete, Speedy, and apparently Speedy is going to be making the special teams over at New Mexico State. So congratulations to you, Speedy. Um, it is, uh, it's going to be a tough game for them, and it's hard to replace two guys right off the bat. Uh, the quarterback, Coach Martinez's son over there at uh, Isleta, he is long, athletic, tall, got a rocket, you know, cannon for an arm, and he's got an outside receiver that is very, very tall, very, very fast, runs about 49 seconds in the 400, which is going to equate to a 4, 5, 40, maybe 4, 4 on a good day. And so that's a lot of speed, and the dude's 6, 1, 6, 2. So uh, that's going to be a lot to have to deal with. Yeah, I'm taking this letter. This letter. Lubbock High and Socorro, 4 p.m. Um, Socorro's not getting their, their, they're not breaking the losing streak today. No, not going not, not to happen. Um, I, I hate don't to say think, I don't think Coach Cano's a good guy, and Coach Fama, I know he's down there coaching the offensive line, and uh, at the end of the day, uh, the Lubbock High kids, they had a lot of speed last year. You know, film, they were up in Lubbock, yeah. and that speed's going to come down here, uh, and it's going to be tough. Eastwood High, South Lake Carroll. 6 p.m. I love you, Eastwood, but you're not going into you're not going into South Lake Carroll and winning. I'm sorry, I just don't see that happening. I'm looking for I'll, I'll put it this way: I'm looking for Eastwood to be a, a more competitive football. It's gonna be game. a good game. Yeah, looking for a more competitive football game, a early fight, uh, you know, first, second quarter, um, and then as the game you know rolls along. Uh, that kind of football that they play up there in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex tends to tends to catch up to our schools, and this will be no different. Not any slight on uh, on our kids, but uh, certainly know that South Lake Carroll. I mean, they're one of the blue bloods of Texas football, and so uh, we're looking for Eastwood to put on a good show. Looking for Evan to do his part, uh, Max Mancia to get some stuff done for them as well uh, on the defensive side. Uh, we certainly want to see what Joseph is going to do at that DN spot against some top-notch talent. Now, I, I was about to say this. I will say this. If Eastwood's defense shows up and gets some stops, they got a chance to win. Sure. They, they're going to score some points. Uh, sure. I mean, but uh, they've got to get some stops. they got to get some stops. And uh, I know that uh, they've got a couple of holes on the defense that they're trying to fill and fix. And, so uh, it's going to be interesting to see this new crop of uh, emerging leaders step up. Next game, Franklin High School, Centennial High School at Franklin, 7 p.m. That's everybody's game, game of, of the, the week. week. <laughs> everybody's game, game of the, of the week. week. We're no yeah. different. Yeah. Um, <laughs> man, that, that's going to be a slugfest. Boy, it's a tough ball game. Centennial won a state championship for big, big, big 5A football, if you call it, 6A football, if you will, the top-notch A and uh, I was equating that to our 6A in, uh, in Texas. And so Centennial is a dynamic football team. Uh, they are loaded. Uh, it is going to be a stern, stern test for the Franklin Cougars. What a way to start off the football season. Uh, Shan, the boys, man, just, just bring a lunchbox with you. Get ready. Put your hard hat on. It's going to be one of those slugfests. I, I think that, that Eastlake – I'm sorry, not Eastlake, uh, the uh, Eastwood – and the Franklin games 
we're going to learn a lot about them real early. Oh, like absolutely. Real early. Absolutely. You know, and game, uh, Steve, games like that that are really, I mean, difficult talent teams right off the bat, uh, two things you want to do. You want to play well in the game and, and win the game, uh, but you want to come out of those games healthy. Healthy, definitely. Uh, uh, you want to come out of those games healthy because, again, at the end of the day, these are non-district games. They count, uh, but it's not like district games. And so, uh, I mean, if I got to pick a team, I, I'm going to go with the upset of the Franklin Cougars in that one. You know, I was sitting up and I was like, you know, I think I'm going to take Franklin. I really think I'm going to take Franklin. I, you know what? I've been a Shea Smith fan yeah. for four years. And I ain't, I'm not betting against the young man now. I'm taking Franklin. Yeah, I'm taking Franklin. These last two games, we got Torneal and Morton. I'm taking Morton. Morton. <laughs> and then, now, no one talks about six-man football. Right. We're going to bring up this six-man football game because, right. like I've said before, this is, this is really history. Emmanuel is bringing back tackle football. Okay. And so Emmanuel Christian is playing Fort Davis. Will Emmanuel win? I don't think so. No, Steve, um, looking at you know, some of the film clips I saw, um, the team has got potential. They do. And uh, development, development, development. And so um, patience, patience, patience. For the teams that have been playing six-man football a long time, what can be scary? Uh, those who don't know, a normal score in six-man football is 66 to 50 or 68 to 62. That's kind of how six-man football works. A lot of points are scored. And so until you figure out the, the dynamics and the, really the things that really uh, work well, uh, it's going to take you a little while to get it. And so... Emmanuel Christen, uh, kudos to you for getting it going uh, with that six-man. I, I hear Da Vinci's got their six-man program development Definitely. starting up as well. And so um, uh, in the future, you can look for El Paso to start hearing some of those names pop up on the scene. Now, Fort Davis is a young team. They are rebuilding. So it very well could be a good game. But I'm going to go with the experience of a team that's been playing for the last yeah. however long and yeah. hadn't taken five or ten years off. So I'm going to take Fort Davis in that game. No, I'm going Fort Davis too. It's, it's just one of those experience things. Regardless of what the program did uh, last year, up and down, up and down. But they've been playing six-man ball. And yeah. So they know the ins and outs of it. Definitely. Well, I mean, that's it, man. That's all the games we have for this week coming up. Um, it's just been a blast doing this. I, I, I'd love to see on Saturday how well we've done and, and kind of really recap some of these games. Sure. Um, we look forward to coming back Saturday morning and uh, see if we can get a special guest in here to come in and talk a little bit about yeah. uh, something that, uh, yeah. that we saw on Friday night. And uh, uh, we know that it's going to be an exciting year for football, so El Paso, get ready, BSR uh, uh, Sports. We're going to do our thing, Fieldhouse Sports Entertainment. We're going to do our thing. and. Uh, we look forward to seeing all of y'all spend uh, uh, some time with us. Definitely. And, and so we did talk mainly football this time. We're going to work in some more sports. Um, we haven't forgot about you, volleyball. I haven't forgot about you. We're going to get you guys on this platform. Maybe we'll get one of the volleyball coaches to come on as well. But it's been another episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. Be blessed. Have a good one.